TK Kirkland show. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, don't let them play you. I'm trying to save you. If somebody use your time, make sure they pay you. Pay attention, really listen. I hope you understand. Execute your vision. Go and get it. Be a man. Save your money, motherfucker, for another day. We got the book and the album on the fucking way. This generation is full of hate. Always wearing what the next man making. They never want to see the next man make it. 2018, let's have a gangster conversation. Like how to treat a woman. Take care of your kids. Gotta take responsibility for what you did. I do it to inspire. Take your mind a little higher. Like her name on the degree, not her name on the flyer. Yeah, boss moves. We just doing what a boss do. We all now and we off you. It's true. The TK Kirkland Show. What's up, yo? What's going on, TK? Oh, nothing much. Just holding it down, chilling with my daughter. Yeah, same shit with me, bro. You called me right when I was with my son. That's why I picked up. Oh, okay. I understand. So, talk to me. What's going on? Uh, I think in the message, I, I, I said uh, I met up at a crossroad in my life because I'm mm-hmm. 29. Last year, I had a son. My first son, first child. Uh, and, you know, my eyes kind of got open when that happened. It made me realize that I was, I've been stagnant for a long time. So, you know, I was just trying, I just wanted to get an outside take on where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. So, what I wanted you to help me with was to just give me that outside take for it. With my son, it was me and his, uh, me and his mother. We've been off and on 12 years. Mm-hmm. I was just in it because I didn't have nobody else, and I didn't think I could get anybody else, so I just kind of kept going back and forth with the pussy or whatever. So I just stayed in that. only reason I stayed in it like that was because, uh, you know, I kind of went through a lot of stuff in my life. I kind of shut down from the world. And with my son, like what did you go through time. when you say went through a lot of stuff? Like what? Uh, one number one, I was born poor. You know, I was in a three people in a single bedroom basement, one way in, one way out, no windows. Mm-hmm. I was in there for sixteen years of my life. Damn. Yeah, sixteen years of my life. Uh, pops up and left. At the same time, my mother was diagnosed with breast cancer. It was just me, her, my uh, sister. Uh, you know, friends got killed, got shot. Uh, you know, and after all that, all that stuff just kept happening. I kind of just shut down from the world, and only thing I could focus on was trying to make sure my family was straight. So I wound up just working, just going to work, trying to stack some money. I wound mm-hmm. up stacking enough money to get a a three flat building. Mm-hmm. Put my entire family in it, and that's why I'm at now. And now that I have a son, it made me realize that I, I've been so focused on trying to make sure my family was straight, and I didn't focus on you know the relaxing part of my life. I, like, I right. like my my life is kind of like monotonous at, at the moment. So it just made me realize like how am I gonna raise him to be better than me? When all I was doing was pretty much just working, 
and fight mm-hmm. and survive and shit like that. So, you know, it made me realize what my flaws were. Now, is that a bad thing that you put your children first? Yeah, you just don't have an outlet. I'm talking with daughter. You don't have an outlet to um, to enjoy yourself. You know what I mean? Like everything you're doing is just work. You don't have time to go play ball. You ain't got time to go on a trip. And that, yeah, yeah. When, so he was, many years when he was born, can get on your fucking nerves. And when he was born, the first thing I thought was, I need to, I need to step it up. I went right back to school. <laughs> I just went and enrolled in back in school and shit. Mm-hmm. How old are you? I'm 29. Are you a youngster, my nigga? I'm going to hit you in your fucking head. <laughs> man. Shit, shit I'll be, be 30 in August. Shit. Man, you young. What the fuck? Y'all listen to me. Let me take a deep breath while I curse your ass out. <laughs> let's, let's hit this. Give me a second. What's your name? Bernard. Bernard, listen to me, Bernard. It's not just you. It's everybody in your fucking generation. And I don't know if it's social media. I don't know if it's just the way the world thinks. It's something in the water. I don't know if it's the air. But in life, you got to put in work, my nigga. Some people get it now. Some people get it later. And what I've seen in my lifetime is that the people who got it now in your age group don't have it later because they ran through it. They didn't earn it. And they end up in a shelter, homeless, or living with the children, babysitting to swap a place to live. And what you're doing is you're doing all the right things. You're fucking 29 years old. You ahead of ever. And for your age group, nigga, you winning. There's a lot of 29-year-olds that ain't doing shit, that don't have a place to live. Call themselves having a girlfriend but don't have a car. Call themselves a man and don't have a place to live. And you're doing everything that a father is supposed to do. So my suggestion to you, my advice to you is just keep doing you, yo. God damn. What the fuck you, what, what is it you're trying to accomplish? You're winning. You can, you can pay your light, get your light bills, your car. Your kids got a roof over their head. They can eat. You got pussy on a regular basis. No, I ain't got that. That's the one thing I don't have. All right, well, you just got to get a bitch, nigga. Tripping. I never knew how to do that. That's why I Um, with the same bra the whole time. Yeah. So what are you speaking with me with now? Are you, like, how are you communicating to me right now? Just talking. Uh Uh-huh. And how are you talking to me? Like a regular dude. Right, and I mean, what do you what are you using to communicate with me? Your fucking mouth, right? Yeah. And you got a brain, right? Yeah. And God is sending you information to your brain, right? Right now, so right. you can respond to me, and I'm answering you back, right? Hmm. So the same motherfucker thing you doing talking to me, you could say to a female. They're just regular people. 
You know, you motherfuckers think y'all supposed to have some some magical words. Like the hip, the hip, the hip, the hip hop, the blah, 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 take a bang, bang, boogie. That's not the way life is. No, you, you, somebody, you no, see somebody that you like. Let me finish. You see somebody that you like, you say hello. How you doing, young lady? She's interested. Um, I'm seeing somebody right now. You're okay, young lady. Have a great day. Because I was talking about this the other day about how men uh, can't take rejection and they throw in water or drinks on females and punch them in the face because the female told them they're not interested. If that woman says no, fine. You meet somebody else. And all you have to do, B, is just have a conversation. How are you? How was your day? What you doing? want to get together, let's go out to eat, let's go to a movie, let's go for a walk in the park. Then if it gets into a situation where it's time to have sex, just be a gentleman. You know, uh, get a nice hotel room, invite her to your place, or she'll invite you over to her place, make sure you wash your ass, make sure your balls are fresh, make sure you got on deodorant and haircut, and you smell good, and make sure you save up. You know, you can plan. If your money ain't right, plan. All right, I get paid in two weeks. I get paid next month. So you stay in touch and say, hey, listen, can we go out next month on this particular day? I'd like to take you out. And you see if she's available. She says, yes, but I go out to a nice way to eat. And it ain't got to be no boa or no steakhouse. Or, you know, it could be Outback. It could be Sizzler. It could be whatever you guys like. All women don't need to go to a fancy restaurant. They just want a gentleman to open a door, be respectful, and don't cheat. But at the same time, you got to hope, because it's not like you're a nice guy, that you don't meet nobody that's a hoe, and she's a cheater. So you take your time, and you get to know who you kick them. See, I tell men this all the time. If you meet a girl today, and you wait 30 days Talk to her every day, get to know her. And if you still like in 30 days, you got a shot. But what most men do, they see a fat ass. The girl got her titties out. She got her lace wig on. She's smelling good. And they fall for that shit every time. <laughs> and then after you nut in the bitch, guess what? You don't really, really like her. You thought you did. But you're looking at her now differently. Huh, huh. The car that was just had all her clothes in it. Now that car really looked fucked up. When you came to the house, you thought it was a nice neighborhood, but when you woke up, the neighborhood was really fucked up. When you went in the bathroom and uh, and, and opened the toilet, the 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 water was running so long it got the rust in the toilet. You pulled up the shower curtains; it's like nine <laughs> different washcloths. And they all look like a motherfucking <laughs> action hero because they have a certain shape to it. <laughs> then you walk out the other room by accident, go another by accident. It's three kids in the in the other bedroom on a blanket. They don't have an air mattress. <laughs> on top of that, you in a fucked up place. You ain't have a car, so mm-hmm. she met you from the club, brought you to the house. Your dick was little. She didn't really like you. So she said, she didn't even send you in the Uber X. She said you in the Uber. <laughs> That's my point. Take your time. 
to get to know who you fucking I so think, you don't make I, these type of mistakes. I think what, what my issue is, because I've always been kind of different. Like, I wasn't doing what everybody else was doing. Like, I never drank, I never smoked, never did mm-hmm. no drugs. And I don't like clubs like that. So mm-hmm. I was always separated from what everybody else was doing. And that's why I just kind of like, I'm like, Dang, I, I, I got them the same way. Yeah. I, don't do that. I don't gang, I don't drink, I don't smoke. I don't go to clubs. You still can be, you can be the girl walking down the street in a restaurant in a, at the grocery store. There's women everywhere. You just got to pick what you want. Listen to their conversation. Ladies, listen to the man's conversation. And picture yourself in that situation with them. If they have children, do you want to be around that? Or do they have, how they handle their children? Are they financially strapped? Do you want to be in that type of relationship where a motherfucker's complaining, the girl or the guy, they're complaining? You got to see yourself, okay, they don't have a car. One of my car, all right, am I got to be responsible for picking them up all the time? Sometimes, yes. Sometimes you do pick the person up for a while. Mm-hmm. It happens. You, you're a young kid. You're only 29, so you got to go through your life lessons. But you're young. You're straight. I don't see no problem with what you're talking about. You just ain't, you just ain't getting no pussy on a regular basis, so you you feel left out. It's like I'm missing something. Yeah, like you you ain't missing, nigga. Let me tell you something. It may seem like you're missing out, but you're winning. You ain't got that stress in your life, yo, about a bitch being pregnant. You got that stress in your life where you met a girl, you take care of your bills, you like her so much, she has issues, so you sacrifice yourself and give her your last. They come to find out that she got another nigga or you give her her last and she gave it to another dude. You have peace, but I, I get it. At 29, you want your, you want your balls licked. When your dick suck, make you feel good. I can't. I'm not here to. I'm not here to deprive you from that. You know, I'm just saying, focus and if you got to masturbate, masturbate and get your mind off that motherfucking shit for a minute and stack your paper. Cause you'll meet the girl. Just don't be afraid to say hello. Don't be afraid to ask somebody out. You see somebody that you like. You know, you ain't got to marry them. Just hey, how you doing? Let's go out for a minute. You go out. You don't like them. You know what? I think we should be friends. Let's just stay in touch. That's how I feel, fam. I see. You know, but you're 29. If you was here, you was right in front of me right now. I will punch you in your motherfucking head. (laughs) Don't say that, bro. You make (laughs) me really punch you in your motherfucking head. 29 years old, worrying about that shit. Your life, you got the whole, your whole life ahead of you. Now, if you get a car accident tomorrow, or something fall on you, drop dead, and that's just life. But the way I see it, life is long and beautiful. You know, you got people out here saying life is short. That, no, the fuck it ain't. Life is long. So you want to prepare for it. When I hear people say life is short, you're taking years off your life because words are powerful. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to get people to stop saying that life is short shit. Life is long and beautiful. 
Get all your minutes out of life, brother. Get all of them. Get, get, get everything coming to you. What else on your mind, my man? Because with that shit about you being depressed and you ain't got a bitch and all that, you sound like a punk, but I love you, though. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I love you. You got to get strong, my nigga. Come on now. Come on. You, 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 you got the best hand not having a girlfriend. The best hand. And you know yeah. they got they got they got Tinder and all that. You can pay for some pussy. I don't I don't, I don't, I don't recommend do social that. media like that because well, I don't I don't deal with too much neg- negativity like that. Yeah, so which is smart. I just avoid that. But find out yeah. who the fuck is selling pussy. And if somebody's selling pussy, they can go on spend twenty twenty five dollars, fifty dollars, hundred dollars, <laughs> and get your fuck on. And she go about her business. You go about your business. You ain't got to worry about nobody. Moving in, or nobody saying they pregnant, or anything like that. Like me, I'm against all that. That's not how I move. I ain't, not, I ain't, I ain't with that. But it's not like I'm you trying, need that, yo. You I'm need some, to, you need some practice. I want somebody to deal with. I ain't trying to. Nah, don't even, shit. don't even, don't even think about building nothing with nobody right now. Have fun. Take care of your child and keep it moving. And if that's what you really want, you'll find that. But until you find somebody, you can't even you ain't haven't even met nobody yet to build something with. You got to meet somebody first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you meet somebody and you go from there. But you got to meet somebody first, bro. You got to do that. That's the way you do that. What city you live in? You're in Chicago. Yep. Some bad bitches in the shy. Got some bitches gangbangers though. What's that bad bitches? <laughs> There's some bad bitches in the side. You in High Park area? No, sir. How far are you from High Park? Uh, a good hour away, at least. All right, so you in the south? Uh, no, I'm west. Are you west? Okay. All right, mm-hmm. yeah, nice little girls over there. I've been, I've been going through Chicago since 1988. That's the year I was born. Yeah, 1988. I've been going through the side. Yeah, yeah, that's the nice same y'all was born, bro. Yeah, same beautiful place. A lot of women got to go in Chicago. You just got to go to, I got to get some nice lounges downtown, and you sit outside, and successful women is walking by and shit, or sitting there next to you eating, man. You better go and get out there. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just, it's just the fear of being, you know, by yourself and shit. You only twenty nine. Because it's just me though. Like I told you, like I ain't taking it with no homies because they all dead. You okay. Know? So just, last time I checked, there's seven fucking billion people on this earth. But you can't meet more people. That's my point. Where you work at? I'm a janitor. Uh, like There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people you can get to know. Mm-hmm. So you're a janitor. Are you a supervisor? No, sir. All right. So how many uh, keys you got on your belt? About 10, 12. Yeah, you, you're, just, you're famous. You don't even know this. <laughs> <laughs> but it's only at night, though. It's only I don't give a fuck. You better put them keys up on the bulletin boards. I'm a janitor. Holler at a nigga with your picture. Let me tell you, I grew up in an era where, where and, and the maintenance man or whatever had them keys. 
hoes love janitors, dog. That make handyman some, make that makes them bread. fix it, huh? You make some good bread. I make 30 hours. Yeah, I mean, you just got all them keys. Bitches love them niggas with them keys. That's been nice. He coming over here to fix the sink about two. But no, I, I work for, uh, you know, I do clean like schools. Yeah, and schools the teachers in there. Name name night. Night. No, it's not. That's right. Go early one day. Go early there. What time does your shift start? About at seven. Yeah, guess go out there around three o'clock and just stay four hours. You <laughs> 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 gonna have you looking like a creep or something? Yeah, you know, just stay four hours. Introduce yourself to people. I guarantee you, them motherfucking girls like you know that. You know what, Bernard? Saturday, I just had some problems at the house. Can you can you come in? <laughs> Look at the work. <laughs> like that motherfucker TK was right. <laughs> oh shit! Yes, ma'am. What time you want me? Oh, well, well, ten in the morning because James going to work and. <laughs> and ma'am, I'll be there. I'll be there about nine thirty. Okay, Bernard. Here's my number and my address. Thank you. <laughs> That's it. And then the words I spread it around the school. <laughs> Bernard fixes everything. Bernard, how are you? Stacy told me about you. <laughs> like a superhero, huh? Yeah, come on, nigga. You got the keys. Every nigga with the keys, nigga, is the man. Shit, I used to be my idol growing up when I was a young kid. <laughs> I was like, ooh, that's why I asked how many keys you had. You know, you said one mm-hmm. or two. I was like, ah, you lowballer. Mm-hmm. You said over 10 keys? Mm-hmm. Man, you the shit. Yeah. And you 29. <laughs> Got your whole life ahead of you. Now, if you was 63, about to, maybe probably about to die or something, oh, yeah. Different story, but you fucking 29. Right now, when you hang up this phone, you can be anything you want to be. You can continue to become a janitor and work your way to do something else. You can find yourself a great woman. You can become a continue to be a great father. When you hang this phone up, you have those choices. I want you to accomplish all of them. And one of the greatest ways to accomplish is to stay single as much long as you can until you get your momentum going. Then be smart enough to know that you meet somebody and they become a distraction. At any point in your life, you have to be smart enough to let them go because they're going to knock you off your square. Because someone, just because someone is beautiful, don't mean they don't come with problems. And my job is to teach you to avoid the problems. My job is to be your GPS, to tell you to turn left, turn right, stop, and when to keep it moving. And that's what I'm here for. Mm. But like I said, you're 29. Okay? You ain't fucking yeah. the way you want. You ain't got a bitch with the way you want. Okay? That's life. But you will. You will. And you ain't on social media and nothing like that, so it's not like you comparing it to nothing. It's just that you want that in your heart. I really appreciate you thought enough of me. I said, let me go holler T to the motherfucking K. 
Let's see what you're going to say to that nigga. You didn't expect this shit, did you? No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just I was just bullshitting on, like, YouTube, and one of your videos popped up. I just listened to it. I was like, man, somebody out here really talking some good shit instead of some bullshit and trying to sell you something. Right, right. So like, fuck it. Then I just went and found a podcast, and I just listened to all the motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then that's, that's when I popped one. on Instagram to hit you up. Well, I appreciate it, family. Yeah, but... So, now I told you my outlook. What is it that you would like to do? You know, from your career to what you have dreamed for your children, et cetera. Like, where, you, where do you want to go from here? What do you want to do? Well, like I told you, I, when my son was born, I went straight back to school. I went to uh, pick up a trade because I didn't get a chance to, you know, finish school back in my teens mm-hmm. because of the, the shit that I was going through. So I had to leave and get some money. So uh, I'm in trade school right now trying to oh, get my, my trying to get my degree in uh, HVAC. Okay, now what is that? HVAC, that's easy in air conditioning, basically. Okay. Yeah, so I want to get a net just to have something on my belt. In right. case something falls through, you know, with my job or something, you know, I want right. to have a backup plan. Right. So that's why I went and did that. But you know, I'm, you know, I'm real. I'm a real simple person. I don't like a lot of chaos. I don't like a lot of conflict. I'm just real chill, laid back. You know, I just want to chill, find somebody to kick it with when I get the chance to after school, uh, do some traveling a little bit. You know. Just open back up to the world. That's that's pretty much my goal. Okay. You sound like you're on the right track, fam. And I, I don't see no problem. You just want some pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. I mean, you know, it's like my son, right? Mm-hmm. My son, I'm loving to death, you know. Uh, he in the music business. He's executive over at Enscope Records. My son, he's balling. And I'm proud of him. But for many, he had a sh- he had a little shortage. He wasn't getting no ass on a regular basis. And I wanted to laugh at him because he was trying so hard to point. I was paying put some pussy for his ass every now and then. And I was and I was explaining to so this not this is not what Kirkland's do. You supposed to that's just supposed to come from your mouth and talk. But he hit me with some knowledge. He said, "Dad, you raised me right. I get it." He said, but the women out here today, you can't be a gentleman like that because you'll get your feelings hurt. And I had to respect that, yo, because mm-hmm. I raised good kids. And he, um, you know, I believe in opening the door, getting a young lady flowers, be respectful. But then if a bitch crossed the line and this bitch, you know, you got to really be that nigga. And see, I'm a gentleman. Everybody knows I'm a gentleman, too, unless you hear me on stage. And when I'm on stage, I'll say, bitch, ho, all that kind of shit. Not that I'm talking to anybody directly. I use those words to help get my point across because guess what? They listen more when you use cursing. Mm-hmm. Now, if I was on stage being polite and talking like Johnny and talk, well, nobody listen to me. So, you know, you have people get upset and say, oh, He's calling us a bitch. And I know. I'm not, I don't know you. I'm not calling you a bitch. But guess what? When I use those type of words, I can't speak for nobody else. I don't speak for me. When I use those type of words, I know that you are paying attention. 
and that's what's important to me. So it's the same thing with what you're doing. Just be a gentleman. Know when you got to put your foot down and everything going to come to you. You got a backup job just in case this, and you did the right thing, man. You didn't waste your time to go to college because that's another scam. That's a whole nother show on my podcast where people are going to college, getting credit cards or whatever, but when they're done, they're in debt. Sometimes for the rest of a fucking life. Sometimes for the rest of their life, they never get out of it. So a $60,000 student loan or a 20000 student loan or a 2500 student loan based on, um, what's her name? How did that? Okay. What's the student loan's people name? Isn't it so long? Sally May. Sally May, that bitch. Mm-hmm. Sally May killing them, dog. Sure enough. I read an article in Rolling Stone magazine. This lady took out a student loan for 2500 Somehow, with all the BS that happened in her life, whatever, she wound up paying 60000 or maybe 200000 over so many years because they were selling the, the loan to somebody else or something to that effect. And the mm-hmm. article was talking about how um, college was the biggest ripoff in American history. Now, don't get me wrong. Some people do win. Some people do win in going to college. Those are the My people goal, that come in college with a plan, though. Right. You see, yeah, you got to go to college with a plan. You can't go to college and try to figure it out there. You got to know what you're doing before you go to college. I totally agree. So what I've been doing lately was trying to express people to buy or start their own business. Yeah, if you can start your own business, that's that's another thing you should do once you get to learn your um learn your skill. Yep. That's the plan. Yeah. Start your own business, fam. And you I know you can do it. Somewhere to get the experience. Right, yep, you got it. Because people come to me all the time, oh TK, can you invest in this? And I and I, I tell them no. I say no to everybody now because I'm a hustler. And what I learned years ago being a hustler was that to help people, to invest in them, you got to know them. You got to know their mama. You got to know where they live. You got to know about their children because it's crazy to give somebody a hundred thousand, right? Mm-hmm. And you have never seen them before in your life. The dumbest shit in the world. Yeah. When people send money over to Haiti and Africa or any world disaster, right? Mm-hmm. You never met the people. Now, I know for a fact the motherfuckers be stealing. Of course. And they put it on the administration costs. Mm-hmm. What's the guy named that rolled the, um, the bike in the Tour de France? Uh, Lance Armstrong. That nigga ripped the world off, my nigga. The Clintons ripped the world off. That's what they were talking about yeah. in the past election. Yeah, mm-hmm. they ripped the world off. Uh, Al Gore with the thing about um, um, global warming. Mm-hmm. You know, Al Gore has worked over $400 million. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> he worked over $400 million. Another one, Nicole Simpson's um, sister, when Nicole Simpson died in the 90s, mm-hmm. 
if people sent millions, yo, and she kept the money. Of course she did. Those those cops, those cops, cops killing people. Kill, you know, they get the GoFundMe page, like mm-hmm. that one guy in Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Dan Wilson. You're a multimillionaire. They it's sad the money they sad. have. Sad. It's sad we live in a world where you can fund somebody for killing a black kid. Right. Yep. And we can go along with it. Right. See, that's a that's a huge issue that we have where we can where black people can get represented a certain way in the media and the world go along with it. Mhm. It's true, fam. Yeah, it's definitely true. And what I try what I've been trying to teach people lately is You know me, I, I, I'm, I'm brutally honest. You know, they did it before Martin Luther King, and they knocked off Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. They knocked off JFK, and they knocked off his brother. They're killing blacks, and then blacks are killing blacks. The, the Afro-American man puts us in a bad situation that they'll steal something or get aggressive in a store or hurt somebody with violence. Mm-hmm. Or still, whatever the situation is, you got to know that when no cops come, they're coming to kill you. They don't see fellas, people when they see you. Right. So to the people listening to this show, if you know nobody, you know somebody's in the streets that's doing wrong, explain to them. It's a different world. If you go out there and steal a Snickers bar or you create any type of problems and them cops are coming, but it's domestic violence. You could be they they shooting motherfuckers in a wheelchair. They shooting motherfuckers running in a park in the back. The if the thing that you can is try to avoid them as much as you can. Give you an example. I'm in New York City last year doing a show, and I stayed at the hotel, hotel in New Jersey. I'm driving down the New Jersey Turnpike. Well, not the Turnpike, it's a South Couple Highway. Pulaski Highway, I think it was. And I'm in an all-white area. And I see the cop car on in a parking lot with the high beams on as cars are going by. Now, I'm driving a Jeep, and white people are driving past me. <laughs> and I saw him at the corner of my eye. I just already knew that was a cop. I said, okay, he profiled me. Watch that motherfucker come get me. Three minutes later, the cop rolled behind me, pulled over into a lit parking lot. He walked on the passenger side. He said, excuse me, sir. Um, can you show me your license? I said, I saw you profiling me. He fucked him up. I said, excuse me, excuse me. I said, yeah. I said, I saw you profiling me. I said, I was driving down the highway. I saw you on the side of the road. You hit the high beams on and you profile me. No, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you a ticket, sir. I wanna say, well, why the fuck are you stopping me? If you're not giving me a ticket, well that's what I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. But in my heart and in my my conscious mind, I said, TK, just get home. Just get to your hotel room. Because I could have easily took it another direction and said that. So I gave him my ID. He said, well, you're a big guy, you know. Then we started to talk about the high school I went to in New Jersey because it's not a high school. 
and he couldn't believe how old I was. He said I looked young and all of that. You know, just small talk that I didn't right. but I stayed quiet because the goal was to get to the oh. hotel. Mm-hmm. He gave me back the ID. He said, oh, slow it down. I didn't say that because I'm going to say, motherfucker, I wasn't driving fast. But then I saw another cop car pull up, and it was his supervisor. So he must have told his supervisor, oh, I'm sir, I have a gentleman here. He knows that I was profiling him. And after they gave me my stuff, I pulled out slowly, got back in the highway, and got to my hotel. My point is, I made it to my room. So my point that I'm saying to you, whatever you do in this moment on, because you could be next, I could be next. The goal Mm -hmm. is to get home, take care of your children, stack your paper, and it's 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 a... Give me a, a, um, a comparison real quick before I get out of here. In the movie Scarface, when he came off the boat, okay, right, him and his partner, they was walking, and he was trying to get the women. And Tony said, you get the money first, then you get the girl. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm telling you, B. Get your degree. Have a little fun on the way up the ladder and stay disciplined. I mean, really know that, okay, I'm horny. I'm either masturbate or let me meet somebody for a minute, but I got to stay disciplined until I reach my goal. And when you get your goal, fam, every, the girl of your dreams, if you do this right and listen to me, will fall right into your lap. Just kick it with your child and keep it moving, family. I'm telling you. I feel you. everything. Everything that I was thinking about is what you just said. Like yeah. at at this point right now, that's what that's what got me to this point. I have to stay disciplined and get what I need right now. Yep. But you know, sometimes you look over that fence and you're yeah. like, man, right? I get it. Who oh, yeah. they having fun over there? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> have it at 31, 32, or 37. But guess what? Because you're going up the proper, you're doing it properly. This is the way it's supposed to be done, B. Yeah, no, I got, like, like, I got everything that I ever dreamed I could have right now. You winning. I got got the car, got my own spot, my family straight, got my son, everything. You got 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 all your teeth? Got all my teeth. Okay. I'm not, sure you I'm not obese or anything like that. Right. I'm just a normal dude. Yeah, just do your push-ups every morning, your sit-ups every morning. Try to do 100, 200 in the morning, and at night. you got to keep your body right. That's important. you got to go for your walks, a jog, at least uh, a mile a day. That's it. Mm-hmm. Take 10 minutes to run a mile a day. Yeah, I actually lost 30 pounds. <laughs> Yeah, just run a mile a day. Yeah, just run a mile a day. You're good. And mm-hmm. plan for your success. And that's where you're going. So what I'm hearing and what you just said, you just needed to hear a reinforcement from me that to let you know you were doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And you're doing the right thing, fam. So you're going out there and conquer the world, enjoy your life, 
Call me anytime, fam. And like I tell people all the time, make sure you got something to talk about. Just don't be calling me. Call me because I hang up on you because I'm busy. <laughs> you know, and matter of fact, I'm doing a show June 30th in Gary, Indiana. So I'll be posting it soon. So just stay in touch with me. I'll be you two tickets to the show. Yeah, I'll check on it. Yeah, I'll definitely take care of you. So you follow me on IG already, right? Yeah, you really the only one I really follow. <laughs> Cool. That's all. That's yeah, all you need, yeah, man. Yeah. All you got to do is listen to a real one. All other podcasts are good, so you know I'm not here to hate on the buyer. But mm-hmm. to the people, you if you know about this show, and you know what I've been doing since day one, I think hands down, it's the greatest podcast in the game. And I hope that other podcasts and other people, when you listen to the show, I hope that I inspire you to follow the blueprint. But always, to the day I die, when I leave this earth one day, you make sure you say that uh, one of the greatest podcast band of comedians ever in the game is T to the motherfucker. And if you've never seen me perform, just ask somebody, and they'll tell you that's the coldest nigga that ever touched the mic. Bernard, <laughs> I wish you the best, my man. May your pain be champagne. You are on your way to success. Just stay focused. When you do get some pussy now, we're a condom. No more babies. No more. You got until it. Until I'm ready. Wish, yep, until you're ready. Mm-hmm. Stay focused. Keep us to the podcast. Spread the word. I'll talk to you soon. I appreciate it, bro. Yes, sir. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.